I am Liz Wright. Welcome to Live Your Best Life. The only thing that matters now is living by the power of this wonderful new creation life. We're going to become an undefeatable force of radiating glory, and we are rising up strong now in this hour. Hi guys, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live Your Best Life with me, Liz Wright. And you are going to be seriously empowered today. My special guest joining me is so inspirational. He's one of those people that when you listen to him, you feel like you can do anything, literally. He's such an empowering man of God, such an inspiration. He is the author, I'm just going to get the book title right because the title is so brilliant, author of Realms of Power, Operating in Untapped Dimensions of Holy Spirit. Come on, we need that, right? He's the founder of Men on the Front Lines. He's a TV host. He's also the uh, host of a weekly broadcast, Heroes Arise, which I've been listening to today and I just love it. Again, just super empowering content. And then I've got to read this quote. It's so, so exciting. He said, basically, he travels all over and he speaks to people all over the world, empowering them to live powerfully as a new creation in Christ and to live in the fullness of destiny, that everybody's destiny. And he said, and to come bring people forth as miracle working explosions of the kingdom. <laughs> Isn't that brilliant? That's who we are. Miracle working explosions of the kingdom. So it's my honor and it's my joy to welcome into the conversation with me today, Robert Hodgkin. Robert, welcome. Well, thank you. I really appreciate you being here. And my gosh, I'm touched by that introduction. Thank you so much. I hope I can live up to it for you and your audience. <laughs> yeah, no pressure, right? No pressure. It's all true. It's just, honestly, you're such an inspiration. Okay. Well, I wanted to start, Robert, because your testimony is amazing. Um, like you were an atheist and now you are absolutely in love with Jesus and passionate about people really experiencing his love, living in the fullness of the gospel, living in the fullness of the reason why they're here. So what happened in between? <laughs> How did you come into the kingdom? I came into the kingdom through a sovereign encounter with a God who loves his people so much. He told them to stand down because I'd been an intellectual and emotional bully to everybody who tried to share the gospel with me. And for most of my life, that's how I'd been. I was I was horrible. I was arrogant and defensive. And really what I was was bitter and hurt and disappointed. So I had built a, a structure of intellectual safety all around me. I was a postmodern nihilistic deconstructionist, which really what that is, is a bunch of hoo-ha words that boils down to I would, I'd been so disappointed so often, I didn't want to believe in anything, and I was threatened if anybody around me believed in anything, so I would deconstruct what they believed, so I could have this gross intellectual superiority that I thought I felt safe in. But very long story short, that went on for almost 39 years, and then I was living semi-retired, Liz, in the woods of Montana. I had worked for uh, the creative end of big budget advertising for years and had semi-retired to the mountains of Montana in my 30s and was doing a little freelancing around the country. But uh, I lived in a, a cabin in the woods and it was heated by a wood stove. So I had to learn how to cut down trees and log trees and split logs and all of that. And very long story made short, one day in the midst of having achieved everything I was told I would make me happy, all my upbringing, all the realm of society that I grew up in said, if you achieve these things and had these things, you're secure, you're happy, you're successful. 
And yet there was still so much going on in my heart that I didn't know how to deal with. And the God I'd mocked and made fun of and whose people I'd persecuted for almost four decades manifested his presence. And all he said to me was, I refuse not to love you. And in this cocoon, this envelope, this dome, this beyond ability to describe I amness of his presence engulfing me with love and acceptance. We had this heart to heart conversation and I brought every wicked, arrogant, selfish, hurtful, hateful thing I'd ever done in almost four decades. And unfortunately, there was a lot of that. Everything I brought up, he just answered it with, I refuse not to love you. And that encounter changed everything. Um, I had another encounter with him the next day, and that's actually when I technically gave my heart to him and he came flooding into me. But I had searched for most of my life, Liz. I, I was I was I was really kind of an enigma in the sense of I was hurt and disappointed, so didn't want to believe. And yet there was this part of me that was searching in new age, human potential, hallucinogenic drugs, Eastern mysticism, meditation. I, I, Something in me knew there was something more out there, but I wasn't able to get at it in my own strength, my own ability, which is, of course, the lie of the new age that you can. And so I got more and more disappointed, more and more bitter. But when I had this encounter with him, everything else faded away. Everything else, even the incredibly trippy experiences I'd had of the universe opening up to me and all that stuff that the devil can copy and, and twist and lie to us through, none of that ever persisted. And my encounters with Jesus, when he was tangibly there and I was overwhelmed by his love and his acceptance and his goodness, but even in those years and, 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 and many times when I wasn't tangibly experiencing the presence, what I received in those encounters and what I received through the truth of his word always persists. And it has, does, and will always change everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's the truth, right? He's yeah. the way. He's the truth. He's life. And yeah, I mean, oh my gosh, what a glorious testimony. What a merciful, beautiful God of love, hey? I know my, I won't go through my testimony now, but but I the same for me. But very very different encounters, but but I knew nothing, I knew nothing, and then one day Jesus showed up in my life and completely consumed me and took away all the pain and all the history and all the grossness and all the trauma and yeah. and caused me in His great love to fall completely in love with Him and my whole life changed and I knew it was all true. Like you. Yeah, and and Just, that's really what everybody's testimony is, isn't it? You know, the details yeah, yeah, are different. Yeah, but I had somebody yeah. come up to me once and said, oh, my gosh, I wish I had a testimony like yours. And I said, you do, because your testimony, every single person's yeah. testimony is Jesus found a personal way to make himself real to us, whether it's a sovereign encounter, whether it's somebody witnessing to us, but we know it's true. That is so supernatural. That is so beyond what the world is telling us, that he finds a way to make himself real and everybody should embrace their testimony whether they grew up which would be wonderful in a christian home and were saved from you know the 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 time of awareness or if they had an encounter or whatever it is he found a way to make himself real to you because he loves you so much and it was personal and it was intimate and it was supernatural and it was profound yeah, it was. Yeah, absolutely. It's the truth. And every single testimony is equally valuable because it, it is the way, like you said, that Jesus has sovereignly chosen 
to reveal himself to each one of us in a way that we can hear and experience and be transformed through. Oh my gosh, amazing. Well, there's about 25 questions that I have from that one thing, that opening moment of our conversation. You are, ta I told you he's inspirational, right? So, so one of the things I wrote a quote down, where is it? I wrote a quote down from you. It was so brilliant. I'll just grab my specs for a second. Ah, here it is. Dominion agents of impact wow. in the earth. That is such an amazing phrase. That's who you describe us as mm -hmm. dominion agents of impact in the earth. I mean, you are obviously, obviously passionate that we would all walk in the truth of who we are now as a new creation in Christ and dominion agents of impact in the earth begin to bring effectively the realm of the kingdom of heaven into the earth to see foundational transformation happen. Will you talk to us about that? Will you unpack that a little bit? Because again, it's just, it is who we are. It is the time we're in. Hey, it, the, Jesus is waking us up right now to the truth and power of who we are you know, for effective governance. But yeah, please, would you speak more into that? Well, you just nailed it, Liz. That's exactly right. That's one of the major agendas of heaven right now is to wake us up to who we truly are in him, with him, and for him. He's not angry. It's not that we've blown it in the past. It's that this is a Kairos moment when he wants us to be aware of what we've been given and how to walk in it so we can shift things. Because I think one of the most pivotal or important and highlighted scriptures right now is many of the prophetic voices, myself included, have been declaring for years that we're coming into and we're now in an Isaiah 60 moment. It was about the middle of last year when the Lord highlighted to me verse 2 of Isaiah 60, where he says, behold, darkness on the earth, deep darkness on the people. And he highlighted to me that he said, behold it. He didn't say, ignore it, deny it, be afraid of it, be discouraged by it, be disappointed in it. Because there's so much darkness out there right now, so much wickedness, so much unrighteousness. It's deep and it's really deep on the people. But he, he wants us to see it. Why? Because of the next part of that promise. For the kingdom of God will arise in you and the glory of the Lord will appear upon you and nations will come to your light and and kings and queens and people of influence to the brightness of your rising and shining. Now, that's obviously him in us and through us, but he wants to highlight to us that we have a role to play. And one of the most important things for us to catch right now is the devil is working overtime to discourage us, dissuade us, and get us to sit down in fear, frustration, bitterness, and disappointment, where God is saying, no, 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 stand up. When, when we all know that when Jesus in the book of Acts ascends to the right hand of the Father 10 days before Pentecost, when he ignites the church at Pentecost, he arises to the, uh, to the right hand of the Father and he sits down at the right hand. You know why he sat down, Liz? Because now it's our time to stand up. We become the body of Christ in the earth, not because he's not Messiah anymore, because he's absolutely Messiah, not because he's not sovereign. He's absolutely sovereign. But his sovereign plan since day six has been to have a people in the earth willing to be in relationship with him who will operate as his dominion stewards, operating in his authority 
in his power, by his Holy Spirit, all to his glory, but we'll stand up and co-labor with him. He puts us in place in Genesis 1, 26 through 28, as his dominion agents of impact, here to represent and represent him. And that's a huge part of what Jesus did for us at the cross. And we, I don't think we talk about it enough yet. And again, there's seasons for everything. That's not condemnation. That's opportunity. Now's the season for us to wake up to Jesus was absolutely the propitiation for our sins, absolutely paid the price for us to be forgiven, absolutely gave us eternal life. So we go from this realm into heaven one day and we'll never taste of death. But we must also catch that he's also restored us to the plan since day six to be these dominion stewards, these agents of impact for the kingdom here on earth. And that's one of the main reasons, if not, well, one of the other reason that he gives us the Holy Spirit is so we can be intimately connected to the Father, deep unto deep, spirit to spirit. But in that, we're also given power, which he commissions us into in each of the Gospels and in the book of Acts, when he says, the Holy Spirit will come upon you in power to be my great and mighty witnesses, to me, my agents of impact, to put the reality of me and my kingdom on display to advance that kingdom in the earth. I love it. I love it. I just feel so empowered when you're talking. I can feel Holy Spirit causing yeah. us to stand up on the inside, right? It's the truth. It's the invitation, isn't it, into the partnership. It's the restored partnership that Jesus yearned for, which is why he created us in the first place. Yes. The Adanic covenant. It was, you know, a people made in his image that he could have full partnership with to steward the earth and beyond, you know. And we're in that time now, aren't we? We're awakening back to Jesus is getting his his dream, his dream, the fullness of his reward of people looking like him and revealing Christ. I love that. What you said, you know, basically it is the government of God, isn't it? He's government. And it's Jesus now, as we stand up, continuing his ministry in the earth, flowing out, getting expression to us as we yield to him and trust in his headship. And I think your book is is really really important at this time. I mean, I'm sure I know that I'm sure that you know that. I mean, which is why Holy Spirit's brought it to you and through you at this time. But where you talk about we've been given power to walk in forgiveness, power to walk in righteousness, power to govern. Will you go there a little bit more? Because it's the how to, it's the who we are, it's the how we're supposed to express and the how we walk like this. I think it's it's huge for, it's part of the, I believe your book is a tool in the awakening that's happening right now. So can we go there? Will you just talk to us a little bit more about that? The how, you know, the power, the power, what does that look like through us? Absolutely. Yeah, it's critically important. Um, and, and God absolutely wants his people to not only know how powerful they are in him, with him and for him, but how easy it is to step out into that power. I hadn't planned on writing this book. I was working on a book, working on notes for a book. Um, and I was actually one day I was out at the shops running errands for my wife. I was I wasn't being a minister or a holy man of God. I was being a good husband running errands for my wife. And I was out at the shops and I came out of one, got in my Jeep. And the only thought in my head, Liz, was, OK, what's the next errand I need to run? Where do I need to go? And all of a sudden, thankfully, before I put the Jeep in reverse, God's brilliant. He filled my Jeep with his presence and he outlined this book to me, the realms of power, the scriptures to 
reveal each of the realms so we know scripturally that he has absolutely declared that we have these things. And then I think one of the most important parts is he showed steps that makes it very easy for us to operate in these realms. And that's what this book is. It's not just a primer on the different realms of power available to us in the Holy Spirit, but he very much wanted to make it simple simple, simple, simple for us to step out. So we get past this lie that we have to feel supernatural to be supernatural. You know, I love being in charismatic Christianity. I've been blessed for my almost 20 years in ministry to be around incredible men and women of God all over the world. And there have been times when I have wrestled with, oh my gosh, I don't tend to get covered in gold dust and oil, and I don't quiver and shake that much anymore like I did when I was first saved. And But one of the things I love about the ministry God has blessed me with is he uses me to prove truly anybody can move in these realms of power. And I've seen every one of the realms in the book I've moved in, I've seen that it works, and I've seen the simple steps to to, to, to begin moving in them is very easy. And uh, one of the things I loved is he highlighted a lot of realms that we think of as power, like uh, the uh, the realm of the power of working miracles, the power of decree, the power of faith, the power to shift atmospheres, the power to create wealth. But you named some really important ones. He highlighted to me the incredible power in things like choosing to walk in righteousness or choosing to walk in forgiveness. And I'll share one more thing real quickly, because um, I want to hear what your thoughts on this as well is. One of the things that surprised me the most was actually the power of forgiveness, because I knew we were to forgive, and I knew it was an important thing to forgive, to not give foothold to the enemy. But he highlighted many things, but one thing that really jumped out at me, it was when I was working on that chapter, he took me through the Lord's Prayer, which is when Jesus, when the disciples say, teach us to pray like you, because we see when you pray, things happen. And he gives them this wonderful, not just prayer, not just formula, but outline and, and revelation of prayer of how to partner with God to bring the kingdom to the earth. That's what that whole prayer is about. How can I partner with you, Father, to bring the kingdom in the earth? And he highlighted something that is such a duh, but I'd never seen it before, Liz. Every single thing in there is about who our God is, what he wants to do, and his power to do it. There's one thing in there about us, and it says, forgive as you have been forgiven. Everything else in that is about who God is, us seeking him to partner with him, for him to bring heaven to earth. The one thing that we are asked to participate in to bring heaven to earth is forgiveness. And I think in this, this, this hour when there's a culture of offense and bitterness and anger where the enemy's lying and saying being outraged, being offended, and being bitter is powerful, it's absolutely not. Or Actually, that's not true. It is. It's just for the wrong team. And as Christians, we've got to wake up to the power of forgiveness. That doesn't mean we don't stand for righteousness. It means we stand for righteousness and the character and nature of the righteous one. And we're going to see radical shifts in the earth. Oh, I love it. Just to add another piece onto that. When I was studying for my last book, I was studying forgiveness and I was looking at it in the universe of language, you know, in the Hebrew and, and also in the Greek. And one of the meanings, it just blew me away. One of the meanings of forgiveness, which I'm sure you're aware of, it means to fully lift off. So when we choose to align ourselves with that, where the Lord says, forgive as you have been forgiven, 
I believe what we're doing is we're releasing the realm of forgiveness to others and we're enabling Holy Spirit to fully lift off the kingdom of darkness in to, to where they're in where the kingdom of darkness is influencing that individual and as we release the power of forgiveness to the other we set them free to be able to breathe and see and be themselves in christ so yeah the realm of forgiveness it's powerful it's yeah. powerful isn't it it's powerful and we do we release it's partnering with jesus to release the ministry of holy spirit and I, I love your language, the realms, you know, the realms of creating wealth, the realms, all of the different realms that you list in the book are powerful. Mm -hmm. So so I wanted to ask you to for people listening to say, OK, where do I start with that? I know my, this is resonating. I'm sure it's resonating with your spirit because it's the truth. Right. But as we as we step in, how do you step in? How's Holy Spirit taught you to engage with the different realms that are who we are I, I don't mean this flippantly or lightly but the kingdom of God is simple and mm -hmm. truly the way he's taught me is when I see it in the word to believe it and then the, I but I will say this the key he's given me in addition to the way e simple ways to step out that I outline in the book is to realize I don't have to feel supernatural to be supernatural when I was first saved that first year God made himself so real to me because of all the nonsense I'd been involved in before that and had trippy experiences but when he called me into full-time ministry after a year he blessed me with an extended season where i felt almost nothing because i used to pray for people for healing because i'd feel the healing virtue of jesus rise up in me and i'd pray and he asked me once why aren't you praying for people the way you used to i thought well i'm not feeling it he said you've gone by your feelings for too long i'm going to teach you to walk by faith and for in a very extended season i felt almost nothing but when i stepped out in faith consistently and established these realms the simple way he showed me that's in that i share in the book I saw an increase of miracles, an increase of creative miracles. I learned I don't have to feel anything. If I do, that's great, but I don't have to. I simply need to step out in faith knowing it's mine. So we read our Bible. That's why every single chapter, every single realm is scripturally and biblically based and, and, and founded. So people know this isn't just me sharing stories of what I've seen and saying, hey, you can do this too. This is God in his word declaring you have this here's how to step into it and then i share examples of what i've seen because again if i can do this anyone can i don't want a single listener out there thinking there's anything special about me other than the holy spirit that lives in me that lives in them and it's an adventure and it's a walk and it's it's interesting it's challenging it brings us into intimacy but ultimately what it is is it's simple and it's it's what we're here to do and nothing will give you such a sense of purpose and identity as walking with god and allowing him to bring you into these realms of power that you have you're hungry for and he'll show you how simple it is to step out into them ah uh, i love it i love it it's interesting, isn't it? So Jesus has been saying to me recently that we're in a time now where anything other than faith will seem illogical to us as people of God. Wow, that's good. Isn't that amazing? Yes. Walk People that truly walk by faith consistently and not by sight, and that be very matter of fact, in normal Christian experience. And I love what you're saying as well, that the Lord took you in a season to really establish that as a as your way of life beyond what you feel. I mean, I love all the manifestations I of the Spirit. Yeah. But faith, faith is 
is what uh, enables us to live as a new creation in new creation experience all the time oh my gosh I could talk to you for like three weeks it's like amazing you need to do women on the front line as well as men on the front line well there is a woman on oh, the front lines Wendy Wendy Peter uh, uh heads it up and she we're actually doing a conference together in Nashville the global event women on the front lines 25th anniversary celebration in Nashville and she was kind enough to invite me with Robert Hodgkin Ministries and men on the front lines to be there for the guys it's going to be great oh oh that's amazing oh my gosh I didn't know that oh that okay mm -hmm. I'm gonna have to look at my schedule <laughs> oh can I ask you to pray for everybody it oh would be gosh. just so so powerful for people to have your prayers I'd love to Holy Spirit thank you that you're already here thank you that you're hovering and thank you, Lord, that as we speak forth the truth of your word, that every bit of darkness is shattered, every bit of intimidation or uh, any manifestation of the enemy that's trying to hinder, limit, or interfere with your people, realizing the fullness of what you've given them and walking in it to the glory of your name. I declare right now, Holy Spirit, that you are quickening them. You're quickening their faith. You're quickening them in revelation. You're quickening them in the realization of who they truly are in you and the ability they have because of you to begin to move in these realms of power. Holy Spirit, make it personal to them. Make it real to them. Ignite them with revelation of all that you've blessed them with so they have a realization that they can start moving in it immediately. And thank you, Lord, that you make it simple. Lead them step by step into every realm of power so everywhere they go, they represent and represent you in fullness, in truth, in love, in mercy, in kindness, and in power to the glory of Jesus's name. Amen. Wow. Amen. <laughs> Your lives just changed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That was fantastic. Robert, thank you for giving us your precious time and for sharing what's in your powerful spirit. It's been a joy talking with you. Oh, I've loved it. And and my time is is yours. Um I, I loved it. I'd love to maybe work together again someday. Yeah. You guys are amazing. Amazing. Loved thank you for it. this opportunity. Love to. Absolutely. And thank you for all you're doing in the nations and helping raise up the body of Christ to become powerful expression of the truth of Jesus. So and guys, thank you for giving us your precious time. We pray you have the most amazing week and going deeper and deeper into the experience of Jesus love and can't wait to be with you again next Monday. God bless. If you really enjoyed today's show and you want to go deeper with Jesus and experience his love and his presence more than you ever have, then I have a present for you, a free gift. If you want to jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and just click on and sign up, then you will receive one of my teaching videos that I have created especially for you that will not only give you a few keys just very, very quickly that you can uh, utilize in your daily walk with the Lord, um, but also I'm going to take you there as well. So it's an activation. So yeah, so jump over to experiencinggodslove.com and you are going to be so blessed. <laughs>